0: epinephrine is a mature podcast for adult audiences even though my favorite pokemon is coffee listener discretion is advised
1: i'm on day three of seven of my spicy hot cheeto cleanse but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> i listened to a podcast and they said you could nebulize any liquid. <laughs> <laughs> no see you know, you're asking the
2: actual questions i have to
3: look stuff up and i don't want to do that <laughs> if you say you're 10, you have to eat like a ghost pepper and see
0: if the pain in your mouth matches. Welcome to the FNF Friends, the pain scale, the bane of many providers all over the place. Is it zero? Is it 10? Where is it on the scale? Well, we apparently have to know. So these are stories regarding that and a little article about how painful the pain scale can be. All people are gifted. In the emergency department, I see a wide variety of gifts, such as yodeling, knitting, and swearing. Well, mostly swearing. One gift I rarely see is math. As a whole, the United States sucks at math. When compared with 71 other countries, the United States ranks 41st in math, though we do rank first in confidence. Despite this, we expect our drunkest friends to be mathematically coherent on their worst days. I entered the room to find Mom. The chief complaint was assaulted. Me. I'm here to evaluate. He's in the shower. Me. Excuse me? Mom. He's in the shower. Me. We we have a shower. Patient, drunkenly shouting. I'm in the shower. Me. Why is he in the shower? Mom. I'm not sure. I was cold. He was cold. But he, he's he been assaulted. Mom. The doctor's here to see you? Drunk in anger. I'm taking a shower. Me. Uh, are you in pain? Patient. Um, yeah, it, it's 10 out of 10, but come back later. Mom. Can you come back later? Me. Uh, I guess I'll come back later. The patient then begins singing Michael Jackson's I'm Bad loudly. I leave this room confused, in part because of the 1980s song sung so enthusiastically by a person in the worst pain imaginable. Well, it seems a bit odd. Also, who uses an ED's shower? My next patient, a 22-year-old with no history, has back pain. Jimbo's father accompanied him because Jimbo had been self-medicating with beer. Hi there, Jimbo. I'm Dr. Brandt. What brings you in? Jimbo. Uh, I got back pain? Me. Okay, when did it start? Jimbo. Uh, I don't know. Maybe three weeks ago? Me. Are you asking me? Uh, I don't know. Okay, where does it hurt in your back? Jimbo. It it hurts in my back. He gestures vaguely over his right shoulder. Uh Aha, Jimbo. Jimbo leans forward, twists completely to the right, and grabs his dropped remote. Then he twists completely to the left for his video game. It it hurts everywhere. Me, straight-faced. I see. Um, it says here that you have ten out of ten pain. Jimbo, a bit angry. Uh, no, that's wrong. Me, a little relieved. Oh? His father then interrupts. Dadbo. Yeah, your scale's wrong. Me. Well, zero is no pain, and ten is the worst possible pain you can imagine. So how is it wrong? Dadbo. Yeah, well, sometimes pain's bigger than ten. Me, getting slightly queasy. Uh Uh-huh. Dadbo. Sometimes I have 15 out of 10 pain, but if it's getting pretty bad, it's a 20 out of 10. I see. Jimbo. Yeah, I I told the nurse it's a 20 out of 10. I see. Did you take anything for it? Jimbo. Yeah, Dad gave me some Norco yesterday, but it still hurts. (gasps) Deep breath. As physicians, we're driven by numbers. Blood pressure, temperature, pulse ox. All these greatly influence our decision on the best course of action. Our desire to quantify everything often overrules logic. Emergency departments frequently encounter absurd situations rarely seen anywhere else. We crave logic yet receive insanity which fuels our desire for more coherence. The pain scale demonstrates this perfectly. It can work well. However, with some patients, it can be a cumbersome and dangerous double-edged sword. No one is arguing against treating pain, just how we quantify it. Personally, hearing about a 20 out of 10 pain is like an unpoppable zit on my soul. Possibly, my own desire to obey laws of mathematics creates this pet peeve. Ever watch Maury? TV guy 1, how sure are you that you are not the father? TV guy 2, I'm 100% sure, no, wait a minute, I'm 300% sure I'm not the father. If we require a scale, then I propose one without numbers. I understand that people demonstrate and experience pain differently, but a non-numeric scale could provide that information, while at the same time maintaining some semblance of sanity. Here are a few options. Perhaps a pain scale based around childhood toys? Nostalgia can be quite palliative. Sir, on a scale from Silly Putty to Slinky, would you say that your pain is a Furby or even as bad as a Teddy Ruxpin? Well, okay, well perhaps maybe a color-oriented pain scale. "'Sir, on a scale of fuchsia to seafoam, you seem to be about a periwinkle.'" Okay, well, I'm a little hesitant to use the alphabet. I mean, I see myself asking a scale from A to Z, but the patient might respond, "'I'm all the way to Won't You Sing With Me?' Then I realized the problem. Currently, the scale is set up so that you almost want to have a high number. You don't want to come into the emergency department and complain of a mere 2 out of 10 pain. No way, that's pathetic.'" Thus, anything under a six is pretty much off limits. The new pain scale must make being pain-free something to desire. This is when I came up with, wait for it, the animal scale. Now listen carefully here. Cute, cuddly animals are the worst pain and cool, scary animals are the least pain. If you rate your pain as a great white shark, you have no pain. However, if you are an adorable kitten, I will start the morphine. No one wants to be a puppy when you could be a honey badger. Armed with my new pain scale, I returned to my showering assault victim. I learned about his assailant, a large flat piece of concrete that, though non-mobile and firmly attached to the earth, managed to give our showering hero a face hug. Okay, he just fell. Him. My pain is a bunny. Wait, no, not manly enough. I'm at least a goat. Me. Me. At what pain level do you think you would feel comfortable? Don't you want to be a jaguar? Him, heck yeah I do. Give me something to eat and some Vicodin and this jaguar's good to go. Me, have some Tylenol and we'll compromise at Woodchuck. Now I go back to my good friend Jimbo. Me, how's your pain? Jimbo, uh, my what? Me, your back pain, remember? How do you feel? Jimbo, I'm a Komodo dragon. Me, glad to hear it. See how much better that feels? No one wants to be a chinchilla. Okay, granted the scale might have to be adjusted for eight-year-olds, crazy cat ladies, or My Little Pony enthusiasts, but pretty soon we can all be making statements about patients' pain that make us all feel better. Ma'am, I understand you're currently a piglet, but with some medication here, we'll make you a T-Rex in no time. Okay, maybe that's just me. (laughs) Welcome to Epinephrine's The Pain Scale. (laughs) My name is Rob Brand. I'm an ER doc. And with me are my epinephrine's.
3: Hi, I'm Jen James. I'm a physician assistant in the emergency department. Um, To open this one, we're all going to talk about a time where a patient presented and their pain was reportedly much lower than we would have thought. Which, if you've spent any time in the ER, you know is not the... not the norm. Um, I had a patient once that uh, Jacob, who you'll meet shortly, brought back to me in the pod. And I'm in the room with him. And as Jacob is taking the the sock off of this gentleman, the pinky toe comes with the sock. And off? Like off-off? Off-off. Oh,
1: no. I describe it as like spinning around. It spun around and then fell off.
0: Wait, like, like a tooth, like a bad, like a little kid's tooth that they're yes. like spitting, but they won't yank off? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah. And there was like a huge ulcer
3: underneath and it was like crepitus all the way up the calf. And I said, sir, I mean, what's your pain at right now? And he goes, uh, no pain whatsoever. Oh, no. That's why you should be thankful for diabetic neuropathy. Oh. Uh,
2: I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been killer if you had any sensation. Yeah, oh. no, yeah. Um,
1: I'm Jacob Barnett. I'm a PA as well in the emergency department. Um, mine is the time that I had, like, uh, I had that tough little lady who comes in, uh, you know, and she's got the, like, incredibly ruptured appendix. And just, like, you know probably lived through the depression worked on the farm you know <laughs> and and she's just like sitting there kind of like grimace on her face and I'm like can we get you some more pain medicine what are you uh, like how how would you rate the pain right now i don't know two like two <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no man the scale is not at a three <laughs> I, like- out of ten
1: I, it was like, we're trying to like get you to the OR as we speak. And you're like, I'm all right.
0: Just give me some <laughs> leathers to bite down on. Oh, that's so good. Uh, my name is Rob Brandt. I'm an ER doc. And I mean, I, I guess, it's, it, of course, it's a farmer. Because if you work in the ER for any amount of time, you realize that farmers are all just made out of, they are just tough dudes. And this guy... Comes in, I don't. It was, of course, a farming injury. I, you know, fell off the thresher or who, whoever knows. (laughs) And literally, his tibia is pointing out like it's like he has an extra knee in the middle of his shin because it's broken at a wrong angle and the bone is out. And I'm like, I need to give you the strongest pain medicine I can find for me because I'm feeling sympathy pain. Like, (laughs) is he's he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like. No there is no I'm okay here. Like please let me give you something. Nah. Like uh, <laughs> um he, just, they like, don't they don't want to mask
1: the pain so that they don't <laughs> you know they don't want they don't want to miss something. They want you
0: to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and meanwhile, <laughs> across across the hall in another trauma bay, somebody's there with the sniffles, screaming, "I need morphine!" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, I'll give him as much as I can find." And you need to be quiet because I'm want to. I want to cry for this guy. He's like, mm, "I'm okay."
2: Uh. You guys have read Calvin and Hobbes, right? The dad. Oh my gosh, I love about, and Hobbes. Yeah, always talking about stuff builds character like that yes. yeah, yeah character. take pen- pain medicine you don't have to experience it how are you gonna how are you gonna get the benefit of experiencing that pain in the character building you're you're just not um <laughs> well, what's yeah. your name by the way oh uh my name's casey brandt i'm a no cl- relation no relation <laughs> clinical pharmacist um the patient i remember who um had a pain or out of that did not match what their injury looked like was a um, guy that came in that was hit by a car. Um, I was out walking a dog and um, he was a little uh, like concussed, I guess, from the the injury. And so he was really focused on um, what happened to the, his dog. The dog was fine, um, but we kept having to reorient them to where they were and tell them the dog was fine. So it was like, what happened? I got, you got hit by a car. where am I? You're in the hospital. I was walking my dog. Is the dog okay? Your dog is fine. How is, where it, am I? Yeah. How is your leg? Cause he had a humongous, uh, he had a humongous femur fracture. And, um, is your leg, are, are you in any pain right now? No, uh, oh, I have, um, your leg is broken. You, oh, uh, no, it's fine. I'm in the hospital. <laughs>
0: yeah you're a hospital why am i here start over
2: you yeah hit by a car is round two okay? round three uh, yeah. yes your dog
0: ah! you broke my leg just...
2: i broke my leg yeah
1: <laughs> someone's right head
2: because <laughs> you know, usually femur mm-hmm. fractures are pretty terrible and so you know they ended up pinning it and everything but um uh, i think eventually he figured out it hurt because he kept asking about it. We were like, we don't know. We're trying to- You need to, to write it
0: out. on a card and yes. put it in his hand for all the answers to all those questions. And he's like, "Yes." this? And he's like, look at the card. And you can just, yeah. well, all of us have experienced absolutely frustrating experiences with the pain scale. And that that's kind of, we wanted to start with that because that is always the exception to the rule, especially in the ER. I don't know how often the most mundane thing seems to start at at least an eight out of 10 if not a ten out of ten, if not something north of that, actually, another question would be like, what do you think the highest number that you have on the zero to ten pain scale is? That someone's reported.
3: Yeah, I had someone who said it was a hundred out of ten.
0: That was the exact same as me. I, I was going to say if I had a 100 10, one hundred of one one hundred out of ten.
3: Mm-hmm. But I think that
1: like the best thing is like okay, like a hundred out of ten. Like you're like you're trying to you're trying to make a a point, right? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. weirder thing is when they pick like a really specific number, like they're like thirty-one. And you're like, thirty-one? <laughs> this is this is approximately three times larger. Three like three point one times larger than the playing scale. That
3: is <laughs> No, that's just their middle school basketball number. And yeah. Oh,
1: favorite. oh, it's the favorite. They're like, I always go with twenty-three. <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like, and you give us a payment. It's like I have fantastic news. It's down to an it's down to a nineteen out of ten. So I'm doing much better.
1: Mm-hmm. I I always say I've succeeded if I get them on the pain scale. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> well, goes from a thirty-one down to a nineteen. I only give numbers in primes. It's the only way I experience pain. I only experience prime pain. Right. I got to get it down to a two. That's as low as I can be.
2: So, does that pain have free shipping? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not anymore. Not
1: oh, no. anymore. Mm-mm. What? Yeah, it just means that we give Bezos a hundred dollars every year.
2: Yeah, this is a yeah, this is a first world problem for sure, but yeah.
0: Sorry. <laughs> and my pain because of it is at least yes. a nine. Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> first world problems. Yeah. I can't get my shipping in two days, and my <laughs> my anxiety is an eighty-four out of ten. That's right. Wait a minute. You're
2: prioritizing shipments for things like food? For people that need it you? I, I need puzzles and activities for my quarantine children right now i can't come up with stuff on my own for them to do are you kidding <laughs> how dare
3: you <laughs> send them outside and tell them to use their imagination oh no no
2: no
0: <laughs> our children cannot exist without a screen in front of them for greater than four minutes
2: they're gonna imagine they want to talk to me i don't need that <laughs>
1: oh, that is the worst for you. Like, they should probably stop looking at screens. And then you're like, but then they'll want to interact with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and it's not because I don't want to talk to them. It's because, like, I got, all this... <laughs> I, I got all this stuff I got to do. No,
1: absolutely. You're like... <laughs>
2: it's like all right clean up the living room it's like wait a minute what are you doing over there i just picked
0: all that up i'm gonna start referring to the each child is a each child is just the number of pain you're giving me keep it down over there four yes
2: Oh, four? Oh, that must be really nice to have a four. I have tens that are tornadoes that walk around dropping their chocolate milk cups all over the
0: house. Oh, my spawn's about a 0. 0.5 on a bad day. She's so good. Uh.
2: It depends on the time of day.
0: <laughs> it's like, you're, you're, you don't even, you just tell the, you just give the child, you're like, mommy's an eight right now. Mommy's an eight. They, they immediately right. be quiet. Mommy's that's an right. eight. She gets to nine. That's when things, bad things happen.
2: It's kind of our fault though. One of our one of our, our oldest just had a birthday and we were like, you know what would be a great idea? What would be a great idea if we blew up as many balloons as we can in an hour and just let them all over the house. And when they got home, they knocked balloons everywhere. Yes, that would be a great idea. And now we're like, balloons last a lot longer than we thought. And that's right. Every day it's like, we're just going to pare down a few balloons.
0: I I think pretty much if you've worked in the ER for a length of time, it's just pain scale has become something that we have grown. I mean, ironically, numb to. Like some, like you look at somebody and you're like, okay, I I got a feeling about how much pain you're in. Then they give you a number, and it's just like this is just a line in the sand. So that when I can get you reevaluate you, I can see if you're doing better than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the number is just irrelevant.
1: Yep, it should just be like bad.
3: Okay, nothing. And worst pain of my life. Those are your choices.
2: Well, or manageable or not manageable.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's what's so good about the article. It's like, more fun. Oh, I'm having a penicillitis. I'm currently a chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we've we've gotten it down to a baby squirrel.
0: Baby squirrel, boy, that's still pretty bad. Bring on the Delauded
2: mm-hmm. stat.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard oh who was it? Was it I think the stand-up comedian?
2: Oh yeah, the um was given he was it, given morphine. Um Brian Brian Regan.
0: Brian Regan, oh that's right, it was Brian Regan. Yeah, and he's like Yeah.
2: Ten ten is reserved for
0: Brian. <laughs> ten, or Tender is like uh, femur pain or something. And then he's then he asks for eight and then the nurse just walks away shaking his head, but then he gets morphine. He's like, Give me an eight! I want an eight. Give me more, more eight, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys gotta get some of the. Yeah, he walks away. It's true. I, mean, I don't know how many times I've had patients come in and like literally like on their phone, the TV's on, and it's like, and I'm going in, and I'm like distracted, and they're always. I mean, you know, not to dump on millennials because it happens at all ages, but it's, it always seems like it's somebody's like in their early twenties. you know they're chewing on their gun. You're like. So I hear you've got pretty uh pretty bad pain. Um, um, um. Yeah, it's really hurting. Um, um, um. And they're I mean they don't even make eye contact. They're still on their phone and like come on. It's a ten. It's just it's, a 10. it's just the worst. <laughs> it's a ten. Um. <laughs>
3: They're complaining about you know the worst abdominal pain ever, but they're eating spicy hot Cheetos and drinking Mountain Dew. Always and- the, with the spicy hot Cheetos. What is it? It would be the worst possible thing ever I could think of to put into my stomach if it was
0: the worst worst pain I was ever having. It's like, do they all stop on the way to the? Is there some sort of conspiracy <laughs> by spicy hot Cheetos? It's like having abdominal pain. Make sure on the way to the ER, stop and get some of us. It'll settle it right down. Maybe we.
1: It's the Malax of the vending machine. <laughs>
2: Or is it is it the uh, is it a generational thing? Because if you were a upper class white woman, would you be like, you know what? Maybe I just need to cleanse. I'm going to get some cayenne pepper, some lemon water, and some maple syrup, mm-hmm. and see if I can just get these toxins out of my body. I and- need
0: a, I need three white gloves, stat.
2: <laughs> Maybe we just need to ask some probing questions. Hey, what's with the spicy hot Cheetos? Is that a thing? Or maybe there's a Reddit board out there with the answer. Like,
1: yeah, I'm on my three. I'm on day three of seven of my spicy hot Cheeto cleanse. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm up
1: to two bags now.
2: Twelve p.m. to four p.m. I just eat three bags of spicy hot yep. Cheetos and <laughs> some uh, mint water, and that's it.
0: Yep. Is that what they're calling peppermint schnapps nowadays? Maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets to work from home So it's whatever you want <laughs> I, I think my most
1: concerning About the, the pain skill Is when you have someone who Like, because like, it's kind of An odd concept to understand Like, like when you have to explain It to someone, you're like Oh, you're like y- You've not been involved in the emergency Room system a lot I need I need a number between 1 and 10 And 10 is the most, the 0 is none Like Like, where's your pain at? But when they roll in and they're like, it's a seven out of 10. You're like, oh,
0: (laughs) you've played the game a few too many times. Somebody's already talked to you when you went 13. Or you're
3: just asking them to describe your pain for me. And I'm looking for them to be like achy, sharp. And they're like, "Mm, it's a nine. Yeah. Uh
2: All right. Well, I can see you don't need your orientation packet
3: here. I'll just take that back. You won't need directions to the bathroom or the exit. You're familiar with where they're at.
0: For every point that is above 10, you can normally find at least one allergy to a medicine that you'd want mm-hmm. to give them for their pain. <laughs> Your pain level's an 18, huh? Ironically, you have eight allergies, and it looks like the only medicine I can possibly give you that you're not allergic to is morphine. It's
1: the weirdest thing. Is it? Is that not... Is that not a chart that you've created that sounds like that's like an inverse rate like inverse like ratio that should be a brant rant where like
0: oh my gosh
1: <laughs> number of allergies number above pain score, like there's probably like a dip somewhere.
3: And how many what's your pain score have to be for you to be allergic to Benadryl? And your... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sure somebody legitimately is allergic to Benadryl somewhere, and if you're listening, we're not talking about you.
2: <laughs> there, there are people that are allergic to Benadryl. It's more more common with topical Benadryl, which is why we don't use it a lot. But you, you can, you can be allergic to Benadryl, like a rash. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You now you're asking. Not, see, you know, you're asking actual questions. I have to look stuff up, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> right now thanks
0: we'll just leave it yeah you know, as always don't listen to us for medical advice ever this is it's yes, purely yes, people
2: can legitimately be allergic
3: to benadryl i
2: think a rash but now i don't
3: know i almost like painted in the emergency department the other day because i had a patient come in it was their her third visit for intractable nausea and vomiting kind of central mild you know stomach achiness and she volunteered she said i've been looking this up online and i said okay and in my head i'm already thinking oh god what am i going to have to rule out and she goes i think it's cyclic nausea and vomiting secondary to my marijuana
0: use you you found a unicorn
3: that that's <laughs> always a real possibility um let's i said do hot showers make it better yes that's the only thing that gives me relief i'm mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm.
0: Way. Well,
3: the way to solve this then is to stop smoking marijuana. And she goes, yeah, I read about that. I'm going to do a drug holiday and see if my symptoms improve. And I wanted to be like, bless you. Son. What? That's awesome.
0: Did you kiss this person full on the lips and call them a miracle? I thought about it.
2: Well, think about who else they might be getting information from, though. It's like people that are actually making a profit off of their marijuana use. It's, I mean, you know, this is a profitable industry that is new. And so there's an actual incentive to keep them from stopping marijuana use to the people that are supplying it to them.
0: I thought that that situation would never happen ever, Jen, because whenever I have the cyclic vomiters who are chronic, like you walk in the room and you're like getting a contact buzz and you're kind of reaching for their bag of cheesy or the hot red hot Cheetos. And like, Every time, it's like, oh, I think this might be marijuana. They're like, no, that's impossible. That can't be it. It can't be that. It's, that's not it. And you're like, oh, I think it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if it's because we have done a poor job of counter-detailing um, the alternative medicines industry and the uh, cannabis side of things because I feel like they're very well-positioned you know, against like traditional medicine and they are kind of part of the alternative medicines group of things, you know, like regular traditional medicine will tell you not to use marijuana. It's not going to fix everything. And a lot of people come in, I was able to get off of all of my other prescription medicines and my pain medicines and this and this and this because I started using marijuana. So of course, when people come in and we say, "Uh, you know, it's not really studied or approved or whatever for this and it's causing your problems, they're going to be like, of course, that's what you would say. Big pharma, big medicine, traditional right. doctor. That's exactly what they told me you were going to say, to stop smoking marijuana because you're a regular doctor and that's what you learned in the medical school where they brainwash you about your traditional medicines. I expected you to say that and I'm not going to do what you told me.
0: Then I say yes.
2: Yes. And so, you know, they're, just, they're expecting us to tell them to stop smoking, smoking marijuana because they've heard that their entire life and they, like, expect that. So we're not... I I think we're just there to like expecting to hear that from
0: us. So maybe when here's a fun fact, when, when, I mean, we're the pain scale, but let's just do a marijuana sidebar. Like when did marijuana (laughs) get declared illegal in the U S
3: when they were making the laws, the people that were tobacco had more money and in true American tradition, they were able to influence the lawmakers. And so they made marijuana illegal and tobacco legal.
0: Because, uh, I, I mean, you would, have think, you would have thought that it would have been like, you know, like the early 1800s or something. But it was like, that's, that's well, according to Google, 1937.
2: That's the oh. first regulation. This is, well, Wikipedia says, officially outlawed for any use, medical included, in the in 1970 Controlled Substance Act.
0: Oh my gosh, that recent. So e- either way, like, and then, you know, it was like the war on drugs. It's, marijuana is going to instantly kill you. You will... All of a sudden, you know, oh, what was it? The devil's lettuce. It's it's the worst. And it's like... The hey.
3: devil's lettuce. There's apparently a Marijuana Tax Act of 1937, which effectively banned its use and sales. And then it was ruled unconstitutional and replaced with the Controlled Substance Act in the 1970s.
2: Oh, okay. So it was banned then, and then that was replaced.
0: And now it's like, oh, wait, it's maybe not the worst thing in the world. Not that we're condoning using marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, right? We Right? We're just... Wherever you are, it's uh, if it's <laughs> um, whew, might have to cut some of this uh, episode out. <laughs> yeah, if it's legal, then it's okay, and if it's illegal, don't use it. Um, medicinal, then I gray okay.
3: If it's your first time, don't eat the whole edible, you will come and see us. You're like, but you won't know what's
1: wrong, you'll just be like, I'm dying.
2: The tough thing with it being a schedule one substance is it makes it more difficult to research, which is frustrating because there have been researches on cannabinoid substances used for seizure treatments for refractory seizures. and
0: Sanjay Gupta, was that who did the uh, thing on that? Charlotte's Webb. That's like, so there was this, this uh, the five year old who had like retractable oh, seizures, yeah. and she had, I mean, she would have yeah. like, like 15 seizures a day. And the parents were like normal people and they were like anti-marijuana, but they tried every single type of anti-epileptic and nothing would stop this kid's seizures. And they tried this and they tried that. The the girl was on like seven different anti-seizures and she was still having like 12 seizures. And finally they went to um, this person who had like this really low, Oh boy, I'm going to get it backwards though. But there's like, there's the two, there's the two different things that are in marijuana. There's like the THC and then there's the cannabinoids. And it was like really, low in the THC and high in the cannabinoids. I think I'm saying that right.
1: Yeah. Then
0: you so it w- and then they gave her this thing and they didn't know the dose. So they're like, oh, "Well, give her this. And like, she immediately like stopped having, she would have like a couple of seizures a week down from like 20 a day. And it was like, um, this might be a thing. So it was, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, that's yeah, this, this can be a medicinal thing. It, it can actually work for things.
3: It's just a matter of getting the research and, appropriate dosing and that's where it's harder is there's no real regulation of it right now there, there's
2: a lot of regulation but there's Proper
3: no medicinal. Yeah, yeah there's
2: there's it's really difficult to do any kind of research on anything that's a schedule one controlled substance because it is so heavy heavily regulated um so making any kind of progress on using it in any kind of research is really difficult um,
0: which brings us back to you can use it possibly for the pain scale
2: that's right. We're getting <laughs> <laughs>
0: bringing it back, <laughs> steering the ship back.
2: Ready <laughs> to go. Nice work, Rob.
0: <laughs> How long do you think it'll be till we could like uh, if you could have if you think we'll have it like oh my paints 10 out of 10. Here, uh smoke this.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Um, I think it'll be individual use inhalers.
0: Uh, you could use, yeah, throw it in a neb. You could have a neb treatment. An
2: atomizer or a neb. We do nebs for a lot of things because um, you can do nebulized ketamine and um, I think you can do nebulized ketamine.
0: Oh, that sounds fun. You said it. You're a pharmacist. You can now.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> and nebulized ketamine in the waiting room. I'm not
2: to look. I know you can do what we can do Narcan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, can
0: now. <laughs> let's see. <laughs>
2: somebody else needs to be the medication expert can, on this show it can't always yeah. be me
0: that's have nipples you can milk them right <laughs> it's a liquid you can if nebul- you can nebulize it it's a liquid whether or not it has any effect who cares you said you can nebulize it which is a fact whether or not it's uh, efficacious who cares <laughs> i listened to a podcast and they said you could nebulize any liquid <laughs>
2: oh thank god okay you can actually nebulize ketamine
0: my oh, child you. won't drink so i nebulized some milk for him and i think it's great
2: <laughs> we're on this podcast you can do this everybody goes really and then it's like oh no i don't remember for sure No, i have to look it up yes you can <laughs> you can nebulize ketamine
1: we did we did coffee before once made made the uh Made everything smell really nice. Really?
2: You're you're talking about an atomizer, I think, or a um. You think? Are you talking about like a diffuser?
1: Well, we made our own diffuser with a nebulizer.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, but that's, isn't
0: that isn't like... that what it is? I mean, yes. An, an so. atomizer isn't that essentially a nebulizer? Don't they kind of just make mm-hmm. make it make a liquid into a smoke for you? Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds fantastic. I wish I could have some nebulized coffee right now. I'd be like. Mmm, it's so good. <laughs> And I'm coughing, but I feel awake, but I can't breathe, but I'm awake.
2: So what is everybody's better option for the pain scale since the zero to 10 is not helpful and people unfamiliar with the healthcare system don't understand it. And even when we explain it, it doesn't seem helpful, but they, it makes sense to have some way to quantify it, but I don't, we talked about animals. Is that a replacement?
0: Well, I feel it needs to be a non-numerical method. You can't use numbers. And, you know, I, in, in, the, uh, in the talk about it, i talked about, like, an ABC. Then it's, because then at least, like, you can't be, like, it's A to Z, and there's an, a, a, at least a finale to it. Like, you can't be, like, I'm quadruple Z.
2: <laughs> That's true. You can't, it's not um, to infinity
3: just gonna start making up letters i'm Umlot <laughs> i'm schwa
2: <laughs>
3: and look at you like you're dumb when you don't know what that letter means like, oh my god did we even go to medical
0: school <laughs> you don't know about schwa oh my gosh the worst of the pain letters
2: All right i am z but bold it underline it italicize it write it in sen- century gothic it's,
0: it's Zed. It's Zed. You don't even Definitely know. not
2: in, in Papyrus because that is the
0: worst. <laughs> it's like, it's Comic Sans. Thank you.
2: No, it's not in Comic Sans. It isn't anything but Comic Sans.
0: It's in Wingeding so that I can use even more things. <laughs>
2: That's right.
1: Maybe it should be like, do you have pain? Yes or no. And then like, you have to like, indicate what would be like a menial task that you would be unable to do because of the pain. <laughs> that's brilliant i love it like
2: could you eat cereal yeah
1: like you're like yes i have pain but i could probably do the dishes you know like <laughs> but like vacuuming vacuuming might be too much
0: vacuuming is right out like it's really not that bad i could i could haul some lumber i'm really at <laughs> a like a haul lumber right now it's not bad
2: You're like vacuuming and doing the dishes. Who are we asking these questions? I know.
0: Well,
1: I don't know. It could be like, like, if you're great, you're like, yeah, I could, I could dig a sick, a six by six foot hole.
2: So are we asking these questions to, to men while their wives are in the room? (laughs) Yeah, I could do the dishes. Yeah, I could vacuum. Could you? Because you didn't. Because you didn't. Because you left them for me and I had to do them all. So (laughs) that's a lie. We've been
3: married for 35 years. He has never vacuumed.
2: That's right. Wait, never mind. It's a seven and I couldn't do any of those things and I've never been able to do them because I've been in pain the whole time because <laughs> you're a pain because being married to you is pain. All right, I'm going to step out right now. I'm going to come back. I'm going to send social work in here.
0: There you go. I feel like the entire male gender is somewhat appropriately getting called out here. I think your skills terrible, Jacob. We need to okay. change it yet again. Right,
2: <laughs> That's right. Way to go, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right now, I'm at about a, um, a, I could lift a tree out by its roots. I'm fine. I feel fantastic. You want me to wash the cat? Great. Love to. Bring him on. I would
2: love to do that.
0: Love to. Love to wash the cat. I have to wash the cat alone in the bathtub with the cat while naked. (laughs) Yup. Great. Love to. Yup. I feel that good. (laughs) All right. Well, if that scale doesn't work...
2: I like the menial task thing, though. <laughs> we just got to come up with something that's not going to yeah. get people in trouble. Yeah,
1: like a nice ne- gender neutral, like, could you go get the mail? You know, like.
2: Oh, there we go.
0: I couldn't even get off the couch or I could, I could make it to the door. Like yeah. the distance to the mailbox is your scale. I could get the mail, but it'd take a bit. Yeah. And they'd be like, no, I couldn't do it. It's like, okay, that's your 10. Like, nope, couldn't yep. do it. Okay, yeah. yeah I nice. couldn't do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fair. At <laughs> the male scale. The male scale.
1: <laughs> Really, they should be really if they're a, if they're a 10, they should be in the fetal position, not answering your question.
0: But that's yeah. all right too. So I've I've had it before where I've had people that I want to literally videotape and be like, this person is a 10. Like I had a person who had a kidney stone that was on the cot, literally writhing in agony, screaming like and literal tears were coming out of their eyes like this person was in agony and i'm like what is know? Well, and and the nurse i mean i didn't ask but the nurses are literally required and they're like oh what is your scale and he's like "Ah, oh, 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 <laughs> i'm like dude you're not a six
3: <laughs> even you got it wrong <laughs> you <laughs> no, it can get worse. It's like yeah. if somebody kicked me in the
1: nuts,
0: it'd be higher.
1: <laughs> no, one's, no one's pulled out my
0: fingernails yet during this. You can say nine or ten if you want to live on the edge.
2: <laughs> I, I get what um, people do, though, because you have this pain. And you're like, well, this is the worst pain I've experienced. But then people ask you that scale and you go, well, maybe worst pain exists.
0: Worst pain is out there don't want to know about it, though.
2: I, I've had two kids, and we made it there not in time for me to get an epidural with the second one, and that was not the plan. Um, I very much <laughs> wanted to get there in time to have an epidural, because it was nice the first time.
0: Would <laughs> you have given it a 10?
2: Um Well, no, because I don't know. <laughs> See, you're...
0: All right. Where, where, where would you put it on the scale then?
2: I don't know. A nine or something. I don't remember. It was like, I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. I don't want to do this without an epidural. And they were like, you're just, just get through it. Like deep breaths. And I was like, okay. like, I'm like,
0: I feel like you're allowed, like giving birth, I think is the 10. Like that's what I go to as the 10.
2: Yeah. It was like awful. It was like uncomfortable, but like
0: Oh, it's uncomfortable to, to 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 expunge a watermelon from between yeah, your legs? Yeah, oh, that hurts it weird. It's
2: really terrible, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, having contractions walking around at home being like, oh, that was, like, a really short contraction. I don't know if that counts. Hmm. They're getting really close together. Yeah, I don't think that counts, though. We've got time.
0: Didn't he, like, shouldn't we go? And you were like, no, no, no. And, like, shouldn't we go? No, no, no.
2: Yeah, I was like, no. I was like, no, like... You know, our first kid, I was like, we need to make sure she gets in bed and we can make her macaroni and cheese and stuff. And, um, you know, like, just made sure she's, like, squared away. Like, we're fine. I'm not doing too bad. And then on the way into the hospital, I was like pushing on the roof of the, the car with my fist and he was like driving faster <laughs> like we're not having this baby in the car. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think I could have gone in there and shown you the picture of the writing guy and then looked at you and I'm like no you guys are about the same so.
2: Yeah no I think I was doing that I just don't know if I would say 10 though I think I might have I don't know I just think I would have said awful. Yeah. But you know the number thing it's hard to Hard to reach for because you're just like, well, some you're like because like right in the moment I would have been like, Well, it feels like it could get worse, but then you get past it and you go, you go, uh, at what point was it a ten?
0: Like take a picture of you while you're writhing and then go into mm-hmm. the room with the person who has the sniffles who says that it's a ten out of ten who is distracted. Oh yeah, yeah. And then show the picture of you going <laughs> <laughs> So she said hers is a nine. Yours is worse than this right <laughs> now. She's a nine. You said you're a 10.
1: They have to chip their cell phone down and look up at you. And,
2: uh... Yeah, no, I don't think they're a nine, but I don't know. Maybe they think they're a nine. They think they're a 10. They think they're literally a 10. <laughs> this, this is why it's confusing because it's like someday they will understand maybe what a 10 actually is. Yeah. What if there was
1: a way to do like a, I mean, like, isn't. No, <laughs> well, like when you when you eat when you like like the heat of like a hot pepper is like measured in capsaicins or whatever. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: we could almost do like, is there like a is there a pain hormone or is it? I mean, is it all like? I feel like we should have some type of like you know like we take their glucose when they first get there and then we take a drop of blood and we get their like you know? And then, yeah, and we can like show like we slap that in your face and you're like. You're 14.
3: <laughs> if you say you're 10, you have to eat like a ghost pepper and see if the pain in your mouth matches.
0: <laughs> well, they see that the problem is that it lasts. So, the one time that I was possibly in a 10 out of 10 pain was, um, boy, this story may come back a few times, but so in residency, we had a lecture about, um, Uh, It was like a police control, like non-lethal police control. So we got to see like rubber bullets, and we got to see pepper spray. And one of the things was they said, "Well, we can show you tasing." And they asked all of the residents, "It's like, well, does anybody want to be tased so that you know what it's like?" And me, genius, my brain, my brain was like, "Well, you're gonna see people who are tased. Wouldn't it be a good experience to get tased so you know what it's like?" And my brain somehow conveyed me to say. A good idea
1: in the face, all of us go outside,
0: and you know, we go outside. And you know, I I think I signed some sort of form. A lot of this is kind of hazy.
2: See, 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 see the 10 makes it so hazy.
0: I remember the, the, I mean, very nice officers, they're really cool. And he's like, Are you ready? And I said, Yeah, I was expecting a one, two, three, or it's like, Okay, we're gonna shoot you now, or something, but like. I, I swear I said, yeah, or yeah, and then just instant agony. <laughs> just, just white hot pain in my back, and then I was on the ground, and everybody else seemed to be having a good time, because everyone was laughing but it me. Me, from the back. Yeah, I turned away from it, and then... <laughs> I mean, this, it was the real taser. I mean, it shot the barbs with the thing and the gun that's so connected with the uh, controller. I mean...
1: Were they painful <laughs> getting the barbs out? Um, so,
0: literally, how they take the barbs out is, while you're on the ground, they come over and yank the barbs <laughs> out. To be straight with you, I do not remember them pulling the barbs out at all.
3: That's probably better. Were you <laughs> the only person who volunteered to get
0: tased? Um, weirdly enough, I was the first of three.
3: Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> other two went after the comment. Yeah. You must have done it. Yeah, you must have
1: taken it well because, like, two other <laughs> people are like, I can handle that.
0: Yes. I, I mean, because I, they, uh, this will never see the light of day, but there is a video somewhere of this. And when <laughs> I saw <laughs> myself on the video, I was like, yeah. That that's about what I expected. I was sitting there vibrating in pain. And then I'm on the ground going, they told me to do anything. I would do absolutely anything they asked me to do. If they said, I want you to roll over, I would roll over. If they wanted me to sit up and beg, I would pant and smile while I did it. Because anything to stop that, because like, I mean, I can't, I fell to the ground and they had people catch me because they anticipated me falling to the ground because you can't control your muscles. It was crazy. Wow. It hurt. That was a 10, I think, or, or a high nine.
2: <laughs> see, okay, see, now you're walking it back because you're like, wait, if they had tased right. me for longer, would it have been worse? Maybe that's a 10. I'm walking
0: back because I'm not going to take a 10 because uh, it lasted, fi- it was five seconds. So I'd say four of those five seconds was a 10. This is
2: where the This is where the scale is foggy because does duration make it a higher pain number or is it like...
0: I guess it can be hard. Yeah. And then, and then, I, wait, I don't know. For like the next half an hour, though, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible. It's,
2: it's, it's yeah,
0: yeah, it was funny. It's fine. You can laugh at my pain. It's, it's all in retrospect. Oh, I guess, and with that fantastic note, I think we can call this episode a wrap. So thank you all for listening to me, hibbity jibbity. And we will see you guys next time. So take it easy and uh, stay good, epinephrons. Talk to you all later. Thank you for listening to Epinephrine. As a quick reminder, we are not your medical providers, so if you have medical problems, please seek medical advice from your medical professional. Furthermore, the content of this has been changed from the original to protect the innocent. And if you have a pain that's greater than 10, hey, probably should go to the ER. Bye for now.
2: No, it's not in Comic Sans. It isn't anything but Comic Sans.